0: As I've mentioned in previous videos, Isaiah chapter 36 through chapter 39 is like a parenthetical historical break in the book of Isaiah. It is sometimes referred to as the historical interlude of Isaiah. The interesting part is that because of the temporal markers that are found in this text. In Isaiah chapter 36, even at verse 1, we have these temporal markers that give us an indication about when these things happened. We can determine when these things happened in history. Isaiah 36 verse 1 tells us that these events happened during the 14th year of King Hezekiah's reign. And then we have the markers in this passage of King Sennacherib of Assyria, his siege against the city of Lachish. And so that puts the history of Isaiah 36 through 39 somewhere about 702 to 700 BC. The text is a historical narrative, and it begins with a Hebrew transition word. The very first word of Isaiah 36:1 is the Hebrew word Vayahi, which is often translated, and it was, or now it came to pass. Though it isn't really explicitly the case in the text, and might even be something of stretch to pull out of the text. I love that this historic crisis that Hezekiah and Judah are facing, it begins in a number of English translations with the words, now it came to pass. It has been pointed out by a number of Bible teachers that it doesn't say now it came to stay. In other words, the chaotic events that Judah and Hezekiah were facing were just another challenging circumstance that the people faced. If we were writing the story of our lives, we would have many challenging situations that we could highlight, especially in the last couple of years or really the last couple of decades. But those things all were temporary conditions. They came to pass. They didn't come to stay. Looking back, there are all kinds of these things that we could highlight in the history of the last 20 years. It came to pass in the first year of President Bush that al-Qaeda did attack the United States. Or it came to pass in the first year of President Obama that the economy in the world, not just in the United States, in the world, took a beating. Or we could say it came to pass in the fourth year of President Trump that COVID did test the world. These things were major crises, but they were also temporary. They came to pass. That transition word, via he, that could be put at the front of them. It was a transition, a major crisis in our lives, but... A byline maybe in history. And it isn't just things happening at a national or a global crisis level. These things could happen personally in our lives. And it came to pass that he lost his job. And it came to pass that she was diagnosed with cancer. And no matter the, the hugeness of the event or the length or the duration of the situation, anything that happens in this world is ultimately temporary. And when compared to eternity which is exactly what we need to do if you are a follower of god when compared to eternity it is never as big as we think it is in the moment or when compared to the greatness of god it is never as huge as we might think it is at least that's one of the things that we'll even see in this passage in isaiah 36 much later in scripture after the time of isaiah when you come into the time of the apostle paul The Apostle Paul would write in 2 Corinthians 4, For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Light affliction, he says, which is momentary and temporary. When seen with eternity as the backdrop, even though our outward man is perishing, everything seems to be falling apart, it is a momentary light affliction. That is, if... We are looking at those things through the eyes of faith. And Paul goes on to say in the very next verse, after he talks about our light affliction, he says in verse 18 of 2 Corinthians 4, While we do not look at the things that are seen, but at the things that are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. How can you have this mindset? It has a lot to do with proper framing, a reframing. And Paul, again, in Romans chapter 8, gives us an important reframe. In verse 18, he says, For I consider that the sufferings of this present world are not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us. With the eyes of faith, Paul could see the glory of eternity. And with that as the backdrop, even major crisis, those things are just a momentary light affliction, which God may even be working through to bring about his glory. So, via he, it came to pass. Something to think about. We'll see you next time.